Christmas, everybody. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top story is a man says mainland officials detained his father on the Hong Kong Zhuhai Macau Bridge. Charles Mark says we must resist government attempts to censor social media and the Internet. And police say they're now treating a Kuntong burglary case as murder. The Immigration Department has confirmed that it's following up on a case about a Hong Kong man who has gone missing as he was heading to Macau via the Hong Kong Zhuhai Macau Bridge. Francis Sid reports. The son of the missing man told cable TV that his father was heading to Macau on Friday afternoon when mainland authorities detained him at the British Eastern Artificial Island. He lost contact after messaging his family to tell them that he had been arrested. The incident happened as President Xi Jinping is about to visit Macau for the 20th anniversary of his handover. Zhuhai authorities earlier issued a notice saying they would set up checkpoints on the British Eastern Artificial Island from the 10th to 22nd of this month to maintain order for the handover over celebrations. Normally, Hong Kong people only need to go through immigration checks from Macau authorities, not mainland checks, when they use the bridge to go to the gambling hub. The Immigration Department said it has been notified of the case and has followed up through the Hong Kong Economic and Trade Office in Guangdong. The Hong Kong police also said they have been notified, but the Security Bureau said it is not appropriate for the SAR government to interfere in the law enforcement activities of other jurisdictions. It says it will handle cases under the existing mechanism, which requires the mainland and Hong Kong governments to notify each other if they make criminal arrests or prosecutions against residents from the other jurisdiction. Lawmaker Charles Mock has warned against following the examples of places like Singapore, which have legislation in place to guard against what they consider fake news. Speaking on RTHK's letter to Hong Kong, the IT sector lawmaker claimed that the government and the police had been the biggest source of misinformation in Hong Kong in recent months. And he said attempts to remove fake news and baseless accusations from social media seem to suggest the government is saying the truth must be approved and its its version of facts cannot be disputed. So beware of the government's evolving attempts to censor the Internet and social media by drumming up the negative side. The Big Brother wants to stifle information against itself because that is the rule number one of hanging on to the authority they wish to continue to dominate. We must continue to guard against internet censorship because no one else will save us. It is our, the people's own free opinion versus the government's version of the only truth. That is what it's all about. It is worth the fight. Police have reclassified an aggravated burglary case in Kuntong as murder and aggravated burglary following the death yesterday of a 65-year-old man. Robert Kemp reports. Police suspect the man had been injured during the apparent burglary of a restaurant last Wednesday on Hoyun Road when about $50,000 in cash went missing. The man had been found injured on a staircase. He had sustained injuries to his head and was rushed unconscious to Queen Elizabeth Hospital. He died three days later. Post-mortem will now be carried out. A Baptist University scholar has urged the government to listen, respect and take the advice of young people after a study found that 40% of youngsters they polled have little trust in the society. The study surveyed 1,800 people aged between 17 and 23 from 2017 to October this year. Research assistant Professor Anne Angel Lai from the university's social work department says the government should give young people a chance to contribute to their community so they feel that they're valued. She also suggested starting a platform for high school students. Let them take the lead. 
let them create what they think is suitable for their neighborhood. We need the government to participate in this platform and also the district council to really bridge the communication. The government needs to make sure that these ideas are implemented. And once the ideas are being implemented, the young people feel that they are being listened to, then there will be trust, there will be satisfaction, there will be neighbourhood ownership. We're going to start solving the society problems. The Financial Secretary Paul Chan has expressed concern that foreign investors will lose patience with the ongoing unrest in Hong Kong and choose to expand their business elsewhere. Writing on his blog, Mr. Chan welcomed the news that China and the U.S. have reached an interim trade deal, but warned that it isn't clear whether the global economy will see rapid growth in the coming year because the Sino-U.S. relationship is volatile. He says some industries in Hong Kong have been hard hit by the civil unrest over the past six months. He says foreign businesses may choose other cities over Hong Kong if the protest continues so they can take advantage of any pickup in the global economy. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. China suspended additional tariffs on some U.S. goods that were meant to be implemented at midday today, two days after the U.S. and China agreed on a phase one trade deal. The top U.S. trade negotiators said on Friday that Beijing had agreed to import at least 200 billion U.S. dollars in additional U.S. goods and services over the next two years, on top of the amount it purchased in 2017. However, mainland officials said other Chinese tariffs that have already been implemented in on U.S. goods will remain in place. U.S. officials say Washington will also leave 25% tariffs on $250 billion worth of Chinese goods. The latest tariff traffic figures for Hong Kong International Airport show that protests are continuing to have an impact on passenger and cargo traffic. The Airport Authority Hong Kong says the airport handled 5 million passengers in November, representing a year-on-year decrease of 16.2%. Flight movements dropped 8.3% to 32,510, and cargo throughput fell 3.4% to 450,000 tons. The authority said passenger volume is still being affected by weak visitor traffic, with passengers to and from the mainland and Southeast Asia experiencing the most significant falls. Overseas, the Chilean government minister leading UN climate talks in Madrid has appealed to delegates to show flexibility as they struggle to reach agreement on crucial measures needed to tackle global warming. Carolina Schmidt said the outcome needed to be ambitious. We are almost there. It's hard, it's difficult, but it's worth it. I especially need you, but people in our countries need us. I hope that all uh, the hard work that we have been doing during these two whole weeks is worth it only if we have an ambitious result. The European Union and small island states vulnerable to climate change are pushing for stronger commitments to cut carbon emissions. Some of the biggest polluters say they they see no need to change their current plans. Argentina's new left-wing government has issued a decree raising export taxes on many agricultural products, including soybeans, wheat and corn. The country is one of the world's biggest grain exporters. The BBC's Leonardo Rocha reports. 
President Alberto Fernandes, who was sworn in on Tuesday, argued that the system introduced by the previous government was unfair. He said it benefited the country's wealthier producers. Farmers will now have to pay 9% on the value of their exports. The money raised will be used to tackle Argentina's huge budget deficit and try to control inflation. The new emergency legislation also doubles the amount companies have to pay employees when they're sacked without just cause, a break with the policies of the former pro-business administration. Sport, football and the BBC's Lee James has the latest on the Premier League. Well, Liverpool have extended their lead at the top of the table. It is now 10 points the gap between Jurgen Klopp's side and Leicester City in second place. That is because Liverpool won their match today. Mohamed Salah, the Egyptian international, scoring twice as Liverpool beat the bottom side. Watford by two goals to nil at Anfield. Let's hear then how the Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp described Salah's second goal. Sensational run first from Sadio. And then top assist from Divock. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and Mo is there and is doing it. How it is when he scored a wonderful goal in the last game, he scored today a wonderful goal. So now a striker, yeah, even when it would be a bit silly if Mo has no confidence, but it helps to, to try the, the other things. Second place Leicester, though, slipped up the BBC's Lee James again. They dropped points today, which is why Liverpool have that 10-point advantage. Uh, they were held to a one-all draw by Norwich in the relegation zone. Timu Puki, their Finnish international, opened the scoring. Jamie Vardy thought he had scored for the ninth successive game, but it has eventually been credited to an own goal by the Norwich goalkeeper Tim Krull. So frustrating afternoon for the Leicester City manager Brendan Rodgers, though he was pleased they at least picked up a point. It just looked like one of those days where nothing would fall for us, so... Um... And if you can't win it, then you've got to make sure that you don't lose it. So, yeah, it's a point, and uh, we'll move on to our next game. So, Leicester City have to move on. They face Manchester City next. Uh, ten points behind Liverpool, 14 points clear of fifth place, though. And that is now Sheffield United after their 2-0 win today over Aston Villa. Chelsea, though, beaten for the fourth time in five matches by Bournemouth. 1-0 at Stamford Bridge. And Burnley, 1-0 winners over Newcastle. In the late game, Southampton lost to West Ham 1-0. To end the news, our top stories, a man says mainland officials detained his father on the Hong Kong Zhuhai Macau Bridge. Charles Mock says we must resist government attempts to censor social media and the internet. The news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience.